podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Now serving B24 at DMV window number 7. Okay, Jim, we're next in line. Perfect, Jim. Things are going very smoothly. You remembered the cell phone bill? Yes, and the birth certificate. Nice. We'll have a real ID in no time. That's right. Ready to fly to Carla's graduation and then the big game. Real great work, Jim. You too, Jim. Excuse me, are you talking to yourself? Now serving B25 at window number 10. That's our cue, Jim. Excuse us. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash Real ID. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. And welcome to the Cop Table podcast, where tonight we are previewing the Liverpool versus Cardiff game this coming Saturday at Anfield. On tonight's show, with us once again, we have Jay Riley. Jay's a regular on the Radio City Fan Friday talk show, writes a bit for the Liverpool Echo and uh, Cop Table regular now. So, how are you, Jay? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Um, decent in Europe as we'll probably talk about in the podcast and you know just looking forward to the game at Saturday now against Cardiff yeah most definitely a game to look forward to and uh, with us for Cardiff tonight we have Bethan Phillips no relation of mine but excellent second name (laughs) there Beth Um, Beth is a contributor to the view from the Ninian podcast and also BT Sports score so Thanks for your time, Beth, and uh, welcome to the Cops Table. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks, thanks for having me. You know, so looking forward to the conversation this evening, and um, yeah, great. Brilliant stuff. Okay, then Jay, you're gonna uh, start off by talking a little bit about our, our previous uh, Premier League game, which was uh, Huddersfield last last weekend, one uh, nil victory. But wasn't um, wasn't the best of performances from from my point of view. What what did you make of that game, Jay? Well, I mean, after the international break, it's never easy, is it? Because obviously the players have not really trained together and they've been away with their international teams and Liverpool have got star-studded players now. So, you know, obviously there wasn't too many that were still at Melwood in in the two-week break. But, you know, it was always going to be a tricky game because Huddersfield, even though they're relegation fodder, really, they're in the bottom three, aren't they, for the reason. But, you know, you look at them and you think it should been again and Liverpool should have won easily and got the three points and it didn't really turn out that way because you know they're fighting for their lives and if they are going to survive then it's going to happen in the home games isn't it at the John Smith Stadium and you know they had a good goal with us really but when you analyse the game he only really had one shot on target didn't he in the whole 90 minutes so on that basis I mean he did put us under a little bit of pressure but we're having like Van Dijk now in the back line and also having like Alisson between the sticks it's like we're a lot more composed at the back now, and we a lot more than aren't we? And Joe Gomez has been 
sensational, hasn't he, this season? So, you know, when you when you think about it, we're a lot more assured defensively to, to counteract when teams try and bombard us a little bit. And it was a little bit of an uncomfortable evening. I mean, you know, we, we, we've played better, haven't we, this season, albeit, you know, we haven't had been fantastic this season. Certainly not to the heights that we seen last season, but you know, it was it was a massive three points really on the basis of we have to keep track, don't we, with Manchester City and they'd had a great victory earlier on in the day, beating Burnley five 0 and people are going on about the goal difference and they're already plus ten on us on the goal difference. But we've just got to forget about that. I mean, we're still joint top with them and we've just got to keep keep tabs on them and then obviously going into this game at the weekend against Cardiff. We play before Man City, so hopefully if we can get the three points on Saturday, then we'll go top and they've got a really tough game on Monday evening. But this is what it's all about. And, you know, to get the three points against Huddersfield, it was job done, wasn't it? You know, Mo Salah scored, you know, a very good goal, really. Fantastic ball by Shakiri, lovely finish by Salah. And you thought, you know, the, the floodgates might open then and we, we get three, but it just never really happened, did it? And, you know, I think Salah had a really good opportunity in the second half to, it was similar to his goal, really, where he should really have put the game to bed earlier and would have been 2 0 job done. But, you know, because obviously he, he never scored, it was sort of like we were hanging on a little bit, weren't we? And, you know, it, he, he did put us under a little bit of pressure, like, and, you know, we, we were all right. You know, as I say, when you got Van Dyke in your back line, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be comfortable, aren't you? You're going to be okay. And, like I say, they haven't really, they didn't really have the players that could hate Liverpool, if you know what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you look at the group of players that they've got, and I think Moyes probably the best player. We didn't really create nothing, did he, on 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 the night? And you know, the other goal disallowed, didn't he? But it was correct decision. It was offside, and you know, it, Klopp was clearly not happy. You know, after the match, he, he he was disappointed with the performance, wasn't he? Really, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, fair enough. You know, Huddersfield had a go at us, but as I just said there at the start, I mean, they only had one shot on target. And yeah, Klopp's not happy because we didn't play to the levels that he knows what we're capable of doing. But, you know, like I say, we got the job done, didn't we? And we, we got three points and we move on to this next fixture now against Cardiff. Excellent. Cheers, Jay. OK, then, Beth, um, starting off with yourself. Got a victory last weekend against Fulham, first one of the season. But prior to that, what uh, have you made of the start of the season um, that Cardiff have made? So, yeah, so the season so far, um, there is a massive jump from the Championship to the Premier League uh, and individual quality in particular. I always go back to the Arsenal game where we lost 3-2. We really did give Arsenal a very good game, but it was individual quality that lost us that game. And I think that is the major jump from Championship to Premier League. And you've, you've mentioned there with the Liverpool-Huddersfield match, that there wasn't a lot of players giving the Liverpool defence any issues. And I think that's where, you know, we've, we've certainly seen that Cardiff will have to step up. We do need to be clinical. We can't be having chances and not converting them. We had, um, you know, Burnley, who had three shots on target and came away with three points. We couldn't beat Huddersfield, who were down to 10 men. We couldn't beat Newcastle, who were down to 10 men. So I think we needed that win last week because we did feel, I guess, you know, out of our depth uh, to a certain degree. It is a very 
played like a league and um you know I think Fulham have displayed they've they are the only team in the league not to keep a clean sheet. They've conceded the most amount of goals. So I think it was really important that we took the three points from them. Um, we, we just want to make sure that we're in the mix of, of the teams down at the bottom, you know? Yeah, and um, which which of the Cardiff players is is likely to pose a threat at Anfield on, on Saturday afternoon, please, Beth? I think Josh Murphy on that wing. Um, you know, he was in two of the... The top pundits team of the week uh, this week. He he did really well against Fulham, and again, you know, Liverpool do have a much better defensive unit than Fulham, and Klopp has really kind of clamped down on that. But I think he's got the pace, and I I do actually fancy us from a set piece as well, you know. So I could see Sean Morrison maybe getting ahead of him. We we we'll see, you know. I think for us. It's a very difficult away game, um, and I guess we are glad to be getting it out of the way now. I'll be honest, and you know, I, I think that gives great credit to you guys. I'm not going to be giving you credit on the day because uh, you know football. Uh, we're, we're all about the three points, or, or you know, uh, you know, getting one up on each other. But um, but I think yeah, so it, it's 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 going to be tough. But I fancy us on a set piece, and and watch out for Josh Murphy. Yeah, like you say, um, come Saturday, there's always a rivalry there, isn't it? No matter what team comes to play against each other. So, yeah, it'll be um, be an interesting fixture, one that won't be easy for Liverpool. Obviously, every team in the Premier League comes comes to get something, so it's uh, going to be a difficult game for us as well. We're not going to be taking anything uh, for granted, I'm sure. But um, over to you then, Jay. A few uh, critics this week have, have suggested after the Huddersfield game that uh, Liverpool need to improve offensively. Um, Klopp seemed to, to to tweak the system last night, didn't he? He played with the one up front and, and the three behind. Um, is that something that you felt needed to happen to to give other teams um, a thought of, they don't know how Liverpool's going to set up. We're used to this 4-3-3, aren't we? Klopp mixed it up last night with a 4-2-3-1. Um, first of all, what did you make of, of the changes last night? And um, is that something that will improve us offensively going down the line? Well, I think you've got to take into account the opposition. I mean, when Liverpool are playing at home against a team, like a Red Star, Belgrade, or like a Cardiff, or like a Fulham, who have got coming up on the horizon as well, then you can be a little bit more adventurous because, let's be honest, not many teams are going to come to Anfield and try and have a go at us, so they're going to sit back and they're going to play deep, and Liverpool need to be able to unlock these defences that are going to be quite defensive against us and, you know, obviously put men behind the ball, so it's like to have three in midfield, we've criticised it really, haven't we, the likes of Milner and Henderson and Wijnaldum all playing together. They all do a similar role, similar job. And you need something more. You need more creativity. And I was crying out for Shaqiri to start against Man City. But a few people did say to me that it's kamikaze to do that. You know, you leave yourself wide open then because he doesn't really work hard enough. He doesn't press hard enough. He's not disciplined in the role to be able to do what like the other players do. But my thought process was, let's fight fire with fire. And try a little bit of creativity from the midfield because we massively miss on you know miss out on Oxlade Chamberlain and obviously Lalana two years ago was a good player but he's been he suffered with injuries really badly so you know to me it was more about we needed to get someone in there who a little bit of creativity because let's be honest we've not replaced Coutinho so 
that was my theory behind playing Shakiri in the Man City game, but it probably arguably wasn't the right game to try it. And he, he gave him a goal in in you know the side last last night, didn't he, against Red Star Belgrade with the front three and you know, he set the first goal up and he set the goal up against Huddersfield, didn't he, at the weekend as well. So, you know, when you analyse it, like he, he has got that in his locker. We all know, don't we, that he, he's a creative player and that's why I want him in the side. But again, it, it is all down to the opposition. I mean, you know, no disrespect to Cardiff coming up at the weekend. And, and like I say, I've mentioned Fulham there as well and obviously Red Star Belgrade last night. These are the type of teams that you know, Liverpool should be putting three and four past because, you know, with the players that we've got, you know, Firmino, Salah, Mane, and if you're throwing Shaqiri into the equation as well, Liverpool should be scoring Very. quite a lot of goals against the, these type of players. So, you know, this is this is the thought process behind why Klopp maybe tweak the system a little bit, playing a four-two-three-one or a you know however you want to call it with with the you know three behind the front man. Um, they can interchange. Can't you? I mean, Salah. I noticed against Red Star Belgrade, Salah was. Central quite a lot, wasn't he? Really, and for me, mm. you know, yeah. was dropping deep and pulling wide, and that's that's the beauty of that front three because they can rotate all over the place. And you know, obviously, you've got Shakiri who can pull a few strings as well, and he can go beyond the, beyond the front man as well. So you know, it, it, it's all based on the opposition. But as I've said to quite a lot of people about this season, Liverpool have shown different ways how to win, and, and the term "win and ugly." springs to mind this season because Liverpool have won quite a few games playing ugly if you know what I mean we've been put under pressure we've soaked it up and you know we've not really clicked yet we've not really I mean it, it was great that the front three all did score but actually against Red Star Belgrade and hopefully moving forward now it'll give them a little bit of like a confidence builder really going into you know, the, the games coming up that we've got because I mean obviously we've got a call couple of games now coming up that I've just touched on there, Cardiff and Fulham at home. We've also got a trip to Arsenal away, another trip against the Red Star Belgrade in the Champions League. And then after that in December time, the, the games come thick and fast. We've got some massive games coming up and you'd like to think the front three are in sync by then and really are firing on all cylinders. Um, well, like I say, it's all based on the opposition. I mean, I thought Fabinho was, was brilliant, to be honest, against Red Star Belgrade. He had a ropey 10, 15 minutes at the start where he mm. got turned and he looked a bit slow on the turn. But after that, he was superb. His passing range was great. I think he had a 90% passing accuracy. He, he, he was loving the challenge as well. He's smashing into tackles, giving away a few free kicks. But you know, when you're going to commit yourself to a challenge or two, you're obviously going to... You're gonna you're gonna give a few free kicks away here and there, but Liverpool have missed that. We haven't really had that in the middle of the park. I don't think. I mean, you know, obviously Henderson and Milner and Wijnaldum all like to press, and they, they don't give the, the other midfield players or, or the defenders a moment's peace, do they? But the thing is, they don't really smash into tackles. And Fabinho with his with his long legs was he was wrapping into you know, wrapping his legs around players and smashing mm-hmm. into tackles and some really good challenges as well. You know, albeit, yeah, he did give a few free kicks away, but that comes with the territory, doesn't it, when you're going to commit yourself to them type of challenges. But I thought he was he was outstanding on the night and I thought Gini Wijnaldum was, was great as well in in the first half. And, you know, like I say, if you're analysing it, if you're going on about Wijnaldum, Henderson and Milner, for me, I would pick Wijnaldum at this moment in time. He'd be the first name on the team sheet in the middle of the park for me. And then, obviously, certain games you would play Fabinho, but 
he's never really played in the Premier League much for us, has he? So it's difficult to say because, as I say, you've got to look at the opposition. Red Star, Belgrade weren't very good. I thought he settled quite well first 15, 20 minutes. He'd done okay, but he tired a little bit after that. And then Liverpool just took over. And to tell you the truth, we won 4-0, but it could have easily been 7 or 8, couldn't it? We had some really good opportunities. Lallana went clean through, should have scored. Sturridge was unlucky with a chance. Mane should have scored as well right at the end. He also Penalty missed miss as well, yeah. It's the penalty as well, yes. So, like I say, I know you can't score every single opportunity or chance that you get, but when you have the type of opportunities that Liverpool actually had against Red Star Belgrade, then the scoreline should have been a lot more convincing, really. But, you know, 4-0 is fantastic. You know, you take that all day long, but it could have been a cricket score, couldn't it? Certainly could have, and let's uh, hope they take that, that sort of form into the game on, on Saturday. So, yeah, looking forward to that game, Beth. Um, how do you think Neil Warnock's going to set up your side? Um, what, what likely formation will he play, and what tactics is he, is he likely to utilise? Is he, is he going to put a lot of men behind the ball, or do you think he's going to come and have a, have a little go in spells? How do you see um, him playing this one? Well, I think he is going to go for the defensive formation, you know, given the opposition that we are we are facing. Uh, as as you've said, teams at Anfield do like to put a lot of men behind the ball. But at the same time, we are going to feel like we've got nothing to lose. So, so fingers crossed, he will put in some attacking formations, you know, on, on the wing, maybe Josh, Josh Murphy kind of giving it a go. And, and Patterson held the ball up really well against Fulham. Obviously, again, we're talking about two different defensive units here but I think you know we'll, we'll try and give it a go and I think he will play defensively but we've got to just make sure that we make the most of our chances you, you guys are, are, are very likely to get quite a lot of chances we need to make sure that we are solid in that back you know in the defensive positions but um, fingers crossed we, we just give it our all you know and um, our midfield players have been Really good so far this season. Camarasa, I think, is a player to watch. Uh, Harry Arthur as well, showing his experience in the Premier League. They'll certainly be wanted to give the Liverpool midfield a good game. Uh, but I think, you know, we just we just got to kind of hang on in there, make the most of our opportunities, and um, and, and go from there. Really. So. Sorry, Beth. Yeah, thanks very much for for your uh, for your thoughts there. Okay, then. Um... Jay, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the lineups um, in the next little piece. So, obviously, um, Dejan Lovren sat this one out, didn't he? And Trent came back into the usual right hand right hand side, right back slot. Um, and Joe Gomez went into the midfield. Um, but there, there could be one or two changes to the lineup. How do you see um, Liverpool start at 11 on Saturday? Um, yeah. It's difficult to second-guess Klopp anymore, isn't it? Because in the past, when we've been limited, really, we've had 11 really good players and you know maybe the odd one or two on the bench that you could turn to. Like, if you had an injury or a suspension, you could sort of, like, half-guess the type of team that Klopp would pick. But now, because we have got strength in depth and we've got players coming back from injury as well, Know, obviously the line is back on the scene, isn't he? And Fabinho's getting a little bit of game time under his belt and Mane had the thumb injury, he missed out against Huddersfield, but obviously he's back now because he played in midweek against Red Star Belgrade and we've also got like, you know, defensively we've we've got all the options available to 
who was showing me the centre half. I mean, Lovren's back now as well. So it, it's really difficult to second guess what he's going to do. I mean, I, I, Joe Gomez has been absolutely brilliant this season. And to me, I absolutely adore Virgil van Dijk, as you know. I, I made up he got the captain's armband in midweek and it shoots him down to the ground. He, he To me, he should be the captain anyway. But I must say, I think Joe Gomez has actually been better than him at centre-half this season. He's been fantastic. He's not put a foot wrong for me and I, I prefer him to just stay there with Van Dijk. But as we've seen in a couple of games... Klopp has moved him to right back. He did against Man City. Um, and to be fair, I don't think Trent had a great season. I think he's struggling a little bit. I think sometimes his delivery has been really poor this season so far. Being a bit disappointed with him, but you know, this is not me having a go at him. He's got a massive future ahead of him and he's only a 20-year-old kid, isn't he, at the end of the day? Mm. Well, maybe Klopp's noticed it a little bit as well. And I know he came back into the Sardines Red Star Belgrade. And to me, I'd play him all the time, pure and simply, because him and Robertson give us that little bit of width and creativity in the wide areas because we haven't got out now wingers. The way Salah and Mane play, they don't really hug the touchline or anything like that and deliver balls into the box, do they? They like to cut in. And to me, I think we are reliant on the fullbacks. Now, you know, the thing with Klein, if he plays right back, he's a good, solid defender. But when he goes past the halfway line, he gets a nosebleed. If, when Joe Gomez plays right back, he can get up and down, but he's not as good as what Trent is in that role. Because, yeah, he's a very good defender, we know. He's great at centre-half, and he's a better defender than what Trent is. But Trent just gives us that little bit of width, little bit of creativity for me. So, to me, I just stick with the back four. Don't change it. There's no need to change it the only thing that worries me a little bit and I say worry it's probably not the correct word to use but when Lovren came into the side we did keep two clean sheets didn't we when he played centre half with Van Dijk and obviously Gomez played right back now see that's the concern I've got is he might go back to that and think you know what I'll bring Dijon Lovren back in centre defence and I'll put I'll put um, Joe Gomez right back and the thing coming up for this game now against Cardiff they're going to try and bombard us aren't they early because you know they've got Sean Morrison who likes to the long, the long throw in so on that basis I think there is a chance that Lovren could actually return to the side even though I'm saying I'd rather Gomez stayed there I just think because of, because of Gomez's height as well as Lovren's height and Van Dijk's height he'll, he'll, that'll be the back four I just do. I think Trent will miss out. And, and like I say, for me personally, I'd always play Trent because of the creativity factor. But I do think with, what, with that in mind, I do think that's, that, that'll be a change in the back line. I, I really do on Saturday. In terms of the midfield, I mean, Fabinho was fantastic in midweek. But I think he probably will miss out against Cardiff. I don't, think, I don't see him starting the game. I, I really don't. I think, you know, you'll probably see Milner at Starting lineup, um, Keita might be back in the squad. Whether or not he starts, I don't know. It's an interesting one because I I would just keep on playing. I just the front three, and I'd go with Shakiri as well. I really would because 
you know, Cardiff are going to come. They're going to try and make it difficult for us. They're going to probably defend deep, defend in numbers, and try and it's you know set pieces really. And as I've just touched on there with Sean Morrison, it's not just going to be corners and free kicks. It'll be throw-ins as well. But other than that, you know, I can't see them offering much else. And Liverpool should really win quite convincingly against them. But I do think it he has to play Shakiri again because it's you know why not. He got an assist against Huddersfield. He got an assist against Red Star Belgrade playing in that role. And I just think he should continue in that role for this game in particular because I can't see him playing against Arsenal at the Emirates. But I think, you know, it's another home game where you'd like to think Liverpool, you know, could score a, a couple of goals again and, you know, build a little bit more confidence. So I do think there'll be changes because it's only natural. You know, you've just had a Champions League game on the back of also. You know, an international break's not not so long ago, so two teams in a week. We've got a big squad. He will make changes, but you know, maybe two or three. Don't think it'll be wholesale changes, but you know, they're the ones that I'll probably be looking at. I think Milner might come back into the sides. I think Dejan Lovren might come back into the sides. So maybe two, possibly three, at a push. But you know, it's very difficult to second guess Klopp because you know he's so many players now available to him. I mean, he could even bring Lalana in instead of Shakiri. You just, you just never know. I mean, he started them against Huddersfield. No one could believe it really because he's not really played at all this season. So we're wondering how much fit he would have been. But you know, he surprised us all and started them. So you never know. I think it's a toss up. He could, he could start him or he could start Shakiri. But I'm sure there'll be a couple of changes. Excellent stuff. Spot on. Cheers, Jay. Okay then, Beth. Um, what's Likely to be the the Cardiff starting eleven, bearing in mind the the injury situation and and any suspensions you have. I was just seeing Neil Warnock um, lining up on Saturday. Well, for me personally, I wouldn't change the team that started against Fulham. Obviously, Gunnison um, unfortunately came off, and it's unlikely that he will start uh, due to injury. So we're going to have to think about who we're going to replace there. Uh, Joe Rawls has also got that three-match suspension, so he he played his first of, uh, sorry, he missed his first of um, you know his three-match suspension against Fulham. But for us, I think fans at least, we saw a really positive performance against Fulham, and Patterson certainly played in the right role. Bobby Reid got his goal. We had Josh Murphy down the wing, who was, who was playing very well. Harry Arthur in, in midfield and Camarasa really kind of, you know, holding the ball well there and, and getting the ball forward. So for me personally, I think I would bring in a defensive um, swap for Gunnison. And, you know, like you said, we will be playing a lot of men behind the ball, but we'll certainly be wanting to make sure that we we um, get, get a result from some set pieces and, I know um, Neil Warnock said that um, Sol Bamba is, is better than Van Dyke, so I think it's the showdown on Saturday. Uh, the media did kind of, you know, respond to that quite a bit, and um, you know, we, we we see what happens there. But but I, I mean, I do agree. I, the players that you mentioned, that you guys have got the, the squad selection, I think you should be beating Cardiff on Saturday. However, as a Cardiff fan, I want us to to make the most of set pieces. That's where we're going to get our chances. Um, you know, obviously on the 
I'm doing with, with Josh Murphy and and Patterson holding that ball up well. Fingers crossed we can convert, but set pieces, you know. So uh, I think it's going to be a defensive display. I'd like to see this team not change from the previous game. Obviously, bad injury because I thought that we we played very well and and there's kind of been a bit of experimenting uh, from Warnock with you know the positions of players, but it kind of all came together against Fulham and. As fans, we don't really want to see that change. So it doesn't matter who we're, who we're up against. If it's working, then you know let's let's give it another go. We got we got nothing to lose, and um, you know we'll we'll try our best on, on Saturday. Great stuff. Okay, uh, just before I introduce the band that we're going to play, I'm just going to get um, just a score prediction and uh, your reasons for that off off the both of you. So yeah, first up, Jay, home team. Um, What's your score prediction and um, your reasons for for this, please? Well, look, this is a game that Liverpool have got to be winning. I mean, there's no two ways about it. We have an opportunity to go top of the table on our own before Manchester City play on the Monday night, which is a tricky game, really. They've got to go to Wembley to play Spurs. And, you know, Spurs have had a strange kind of season, been terrible in Europe, but, you know, they're not far behind us in the league, even though we've beat them. This season, but um, look, we've got to be winning. Simple as that. If we want to be classed as genuine title contenders, there's no disrespect to the Mukada for relegation for that. So it's pretty much like the Huddersfield game. You know, we've got to be getting three points against these type of teams. But in the past, Liverpool have come unstuck against these type of teams. I mean, you only have to look at last season when we lost the way to Swansea, didn't we? One 0 who ultimately got relegated. I'm sure um, our Cardiff guests will be happy about that. Um, and then, obviously, we also struggled against West Brom. We struggled against Stoke. And they got relegated as well. So, we've just got to make sure we get the three points. So, any win will do, whether it's 1-0, 2-0, whatever. But I do think we do need to start clicking. And I'm hoping that the midweek performance against Red Star Belgrade and you know all the front scored didn't he so because all the front three scored you'd like to think that they've got a little the tails it up a little bit you know a confidence boost going into this game at the weekend and I do think he could cause us problems from set pieces but that said Liverpool have only conceded three goals in the Premier League mm. this season when you've got when you've got Virgil van Dijk as I said before he's a colossus isn't he at the back you've got Alisson who commands his area really well I think Liverpool are more Equipped, well equipped now, aren't they, to deal with any bombardment that we might get from set pieces from from a side like Cardiff? It's all about Liverpool trying to break them down, and hopefully, if we get an early goal, then we could get three or four. Um, all things considered, I do think, strangely enough, I do. I have a feeling that they might get a goal against us at the weekend, but. I think Liverpool will get a few and uh, we'll have too much for them as normal. So I, I'm going to go for a 4-1 Liverpool win. 4-1 for you then, Jay. OK, Beth, um like to get your thoughts. Well, I think, you know, the 4-1 is probably a realistic version, but I I actually said today 3-1. I think, I think Liverpool will beat us 3-1. Um, so I, I also think that we'll get a goal. I think we'll We'll nick a goal on the set piece. But at the same time, we will be wanting to go to Anfield. It is kind of, you know, one of the, one of the highlights of being in the Premier League. We, we go into the, you know, the 
the stadiums are the top four and that type of thing. So we are going to make sure that we put everything on the line and, you know, we're not going to shy away. So I think we'll give it our all. Um, and, you know, you guys are trying to win the league. So I think for me, let's just try and get, you know, get get, get a goal um, and, and we'll, we'll see what see what happens from there. Great stuff. Okay, yeah, my own thoughts on the on a score prediction, which I do each week. Um, I think, yeah, it's going to be a tough game. Neil Warnock's side are going to come to Anfield and, and play with probably two banks of four, aren't they? And ten men behind the ball a lot of the time and try and cause us some, some problems from, from set pieces if they can with any free kicks or, or corners up, up, up our end of the pitch. But I just think that with Liverpool's strength and depth at the moment, even if we do make them one or two changes, I think they'll just have um, far too much for, for Cardiff in this fixture. Mm. I think if we score early, I think um, the floodgates could open. If it's if it's nil nil for twenty twenty five minutes and we're struggling to break them down, it, it could be one of them games where we just have to bide our time. But I just think it, it'll be a game where we'll score in the first half and we'll probably get a couple, a couple more in the. I don't know what that is there in the background, but yeah, um, I just think we'll get a couple more in the second half. So I'm, I'm going to go with a with a three nil victory for Liverpool this uh, this Saturday at Anfield. I'm not going to give you a goal, unfortunately, Beth. I just think that Van Dyke um, and Allison and our defence playing the way it is at the moment. Um, Champions League teams come, come to our field and, and couldn't score, and other teams have come. Manchester City couldn't score. Yeah, you're right. so, yeah, so I think that Liverpool are very, very strong defensively this season, which which they haven't been previously, and it, it's the basis of, of our of our season so far. How strong defensively we have been with our little one 0 wins and stuff like that. But coming up against Cardiff, I think Klopp will let the handbrake off slightly, like he did against Red Star Belgrade, and let the players go out there and and, and express themselves a little bit more. And I'm going to go for a for a three nil Liverpool victory. So well, let's agree then, right? If um, <laughs> we get a goal, if you can't get a goal, then I'll be happy, right? So <laughs> yeah, not a problem. If you want to, if you want to sneak one after the, at the end, if, as long as we've got plenty in the in the bag, I, I don't really mind one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Just before we uh, before we go, we always play a, a band on the on the podcast, and this week we're going to play band from the Aintree area of Liverpool. They are called the Red Rum Club. They've been with us um, once before, and they've got a new album out, which is due out on the um, the 10th of the 1st, 2019, which is called Matador. You can go to their, their website and, and pre-order the album now, and you'll also get um, a couple of bonus tracks there as well. So the, the link to that we'll put up on the, the Twitter page. It's redrumclub.inc.2 forward slash P-O-M. Um, and the song I'm going to play for you tonight is called Honey. Cause the now rage comes 
Okay, so that was um, a song called Honey from the Red Run Club. Thanks very much for uh, letting us use your, your track and um, best of luck with the album to to the guys in the band. Okay, so that's our Liverpool versus Cardiff Cop Table podcast all done. Thanks very much for your time, Jay, and thanks very much for your time as well, Beth, and um, hope you enjoyed the game at the weekend. Yeah, so, so thanks very much for having me. You know, it's, uh, it's great chatting to fellow people on the podcast and, um, you know, as a view from the Indian in Cardiff, uh, wish you all the best for the rest of the season as well. Brilliant, thanks. And cheers, Jay. Yeah, enjoy the game. Hopefully it's, an, uh, it's entertaining and the Reds come out on top and get three points. But, you know, like I say, it's one of them. It's going to be a, a tough, tough old season for Cardiff and, I'd like to say good luck and I hope you stay up, but I just can't stand your manager, to be honest, because he's been a little bit disrespectful to Liverpool in the past, not just the team, but the city as well. So, you know, it's what it'd be nice to get one over on him on Saturday. Come right. on, Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK then. So that's the Liverpool versus Cardiff preview of the the game all done. We will be back with our, our next um, fixture, which I think it's Arsenal away, isn't it, Jay? Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's the next Premier League game after Cardiff. It's, an, it's Arsenal away. Arsenal away, and we'll get in touch with our friend uh, Raj from the Camp Wonderland podcast, who usually um, joins us. So thanks, every, everybody, for uh, for listening to the, to the cop table, and uh, we'll be back with you all next week. Goodbye. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.